People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. But just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, uh, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Yes, even you. Oh, God. Did you like that song? I thought the most exciting way to start the show, but I really feel like that's a that's like a wrist-slitting song. I'm not saying anybody should do that, but that was an intense new Lana Del Rey song. And sometimes I go back and forth uh, between uh, loving Lana Del Rey and thinking that I, I just can't. I can't do it. I'm not sure if I, I – something about it is too cheeseball. Something about her is too cheeseball. And then I listen to her stuff, and I'm like, I'm sold. I love it. Anyway, that's one of her new songs. It's not a, it's not a new song. It's a cover. It's called Once Upon a Dream, and it's on her new uh, – this is a, as if I'm getting paid to do this. I'm totally not, but I did just steal that song and give it to you guys because now you can download this podcast and have that song for free. Anyway, uh, it's called Once Upon a Dream, and it's on the new Maleficent soundtrack for the new remake of the whatever, Yakety Schnackety, some Disney remake of a thing, the bad one, the bad lady, and what is it? Uh, that movie, whatever, starring Angelina Jolie. Nobody cares. She looks beautiful. I won't see it, but I'll, I'll, I'll feel inclined to for a moment, but I'm not going to, but I like this song. Anyway, let's get back to the point. So Boy Crazy Radio, what you're listening to right now, the ramblings of, a, of, a, of an only child, me, who feels like they have the, the advice to give and things to tell you and thinks she knows stuff. Well, I do. I really do feel like I do. Anyway, Boy Crazy Radio is a common advice show. And if any of the following descriptive terms sound familiar to you, then know for sure. The Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. All right? You guys, are any of you out there by chance sad, lonely, maybe gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, or just stuck in a miserable relationship that's going nowhere but you're too much of a pussy to get out of it? Are you perhaps a cutter, somebody who shit talks behind all their friends' backs, you fucking asshole, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb Jansport backpack that's covered in whiteout and passes for bad bands, way too tight because you're all self-conscious or whatever. Are you sitting in the middle of your little shitty bedroom just binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, maybe? Answers? Guidance? Direction? Or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that stupid thing that you did because you were so insecure and you, you tried too hard and did something really dumb at that party last weekend? <gasps> Are all of your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Well, get used to it, buddy, because that's how the rest of your life is going to go, because that is called the real world. Anyway, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, all of your Facebook posts, all of your retweets, or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Oh, fuck. Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. So I want you to pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649. Save this telephone number into your phone, I tell you. 646-378-0649. All right, let me be the shoulder that you cry on with all your fucking bullshit and your your questions and you're, you're, you're unsettled and you're unsure and you don't know and you're self-conscious and you're insecure and you're wondering why nothing is going the way you want it to. You're wondering why that guy's not texting you back. You're wondering why that girl's not texting you back. You, you're trying so hard. You're fronting so hard. You, you're being mean. You're talking shit. But really, it's just because you don't like yourself and you're totally insecure and unsure of yourself. Let's talk about all of it, okay? I should know. 
I've had all my own fucking horrible situations happen, and I'm gonna I'm gonna save you from that happening to you. Learn from my bullshit mistakes. Learn from learn from all the stupid shit I did. My God, I'm already foaming at the mouth. I'm so excited to be here tonight, you guys. I've got so many things to say, but first, I want to pick up the phone because that's what this is ultimately about. Your phone call. Oh God. I do want to tell you more stuff, but I'm gonna to get to this phone call first. Um, this is a Skype call, I think. Who's this? You're on. What's your name? How old are you? And from where are you calling? I think it's you. You don't think it's you, but this is like a one 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 Skype call or something. Huh? Yes, it's you. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Wait, me? Yeah, wait, wait, you. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, this is wow. I didn't expect this. Um, yeah, this is uh, Owen. Owen, this is so great. How old are you? And where are you calling from? Then tell me everything. Um, I am 16, and I go to St. Joe's Prep. Oh, well, Philly. you don't tell me what school you go to. That's great, but what city do you live in? Oh, my God, don't don't tell me what school uh, and what your homeroom class is. I don't want some murderer who's listening to uh, find you, uh, some weird pedophile. <laughs> okay, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm from Philly, and mm-hmm. want to talk to you about some problems I've been going through lately. Oh, oh my God. Well, first of all, thank you for deciding to call some girl in Los Angeles with bangs for advice. It's really, I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, we had you even hear about Boy Crazy Radio. Wait, are you there? Oh, my God. Please tell me. You, I didn't lose the first call. Owen, what's happening? Holy shit. Owen, call me back. Who's going somewhere? This is really exciting. I have to remember, you're 16. You sounded like you were like 34. Um, you're 16. You go to high school in Philly. We want to talk about it. I'm going to take another phone call. Phone lines are open. 646-378-0649 is the number. Area code 951. Hey, what's up? Hello, it's your name. How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, the name's Francis. I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. So um, how old are you? Uh, 19. What's happening? All right. So basically, like, I met this girl because I have my own brand, and, like, I had to take some photos. So then, like, there was this chick I have class with, and then so I was like, you know, she was pretty hot. So I invited her and... I don't know, like, I didn't mean to Terry Richardson, the girl, but, like, we just, like, hooked up, like, afterwards. <laughs> and, like, it actually, like, turned into something, like, a mutual kind of, like, friends with benefits sort of, like, situation. And, like, I don't know, like, I'm starting to get feelings for her, but I don't know, it's it's, it's just getting complicated because, like, like, I don't know if I could trust her, you know? Why can't you trust her? Because, um, I don't know, like, I feel like, you know, she's kind of just, like, a sexual person. Because, like, that's how we met, like, you know. Like, and, I mean, I just feel like if, like, I was able to do it, like, that, like, what makes me think that someone else can't just, like, kind of come in, you know? Oh, you mean if you could have sex with her so easy... You know, who's to say some other dude isn't just going to have sex with her just as easy, right? Well, I mean, to kind of put it bluntly, like, yeah, like, but, I mean, it wasn't easy, like, 
it was just like, you know, like I just did my own thing, but like, I just feel like, like, I just don't want to get hurt, you know? Oh my God, here's the thing. We're just in college, you know, like, and in college, you know, we're just all having fun, you know, like, I don't really know, I don't know if like anyone's really looking to get into anything serious. Oh, but you're making you're being so general and vague and just like making blanket statements. Just you met this girl, you like her, and it, you're making. I hate this double standard. Like if you you guys had sex the first time you hung out, right? You just said you had sex the first time you hung out. Well, like we didn't like have sex yet. Like we hooked up, but then like two days later, like yeah. Okay, whatever. Here's the thing. I've had okay. I've had sex with with uh, with, a, with a lot of people. And I am one of the most romantic people you'll ever meet because I'm always hoping to fall in love. And I like I've made the mistake of moving too quickly with guys. But the thing is, it's not even a mistake. It's, it's such a double standard for women. You had sex with her, and it wasn't even the same day. You guys had sex two days later. I'm not saying that's waiting a long time, but but you were there too. It takes two to have sex, but the girl gets the shit end of the stick because like she's a girl and she's supposed to be perfect and whatever. It's like. You fucked her also, but nobody's judging you is because you're a dude. So it's like, here's the thing. She hasn't done anything wrong yet. I'm sure she's just as attracted to you as you are to her. If you like her, just keep hanging out with her. Just keep hanging out with her and don't make all these assumptions that she's fucking a bunch of dudes. Like, who knows what she's doing? Maybe she was just attracted to you and it moved fast and it was awesome. And maybe she wants to be your girlfriend. Maybe she doesn't want to be having sex with a bunch of people. Maybe she's not having sex with a bunch of people. You're not having sex with a bunch of people, are you? Well, like, nah. Uh, are you? No. So you have to, so like, you know, you, you, know, you have, who knows what's going on with this girl, but, but you can't just make up all these decisions in your brain and assume all this okay. stuff because you don't want to get it's hurt. True, like, I mean, I don't mean to be making all these assumptions, you know, but it's just the thing that scares me the most is because, like, of how pretty she is. Like, and, and that's just, like, what really just, like, scares me. That's why, like, you know, like, she already, like, two of my friends, like, already, like, hit on her, and, like, every time, like, she comes, like, over to just chill, like, you know, people hit on her, and we're, when we're in public, like, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, you know, like, I don't even know what's happening, like, when I'm not around her, you know? So. Oh, you know what? Ugly girls cheat, too, and they're up to no good, too. I bet girls with more, with, with, uh, with less self-esteem get into more shit because they, they want to they wanna believe that guys love them and are attracted to them, so girls... I'm all over the place right now, but let me just, just bear with me. Let me just go on a little bit of a rant. Okay. okay. Know, know how great you are. Just, just like, don't assume that, that, like, just be nice to this girl. Hang out with her. Be respectful. Don't, you can't worry about what's going on behind your back. All you can do is treat her well, know how cool you are, and know how awesome you are. And then if she does something that, that is disrespectful to you, that hurts your feelings, Go from there, but don't punish her for for hurting your feelings when she hasn't even done anything yet. And she's not even your girlfriend, remember. like you, She's allowed to date, you're allowed to date. And and you, it's more like a self-esteem thing. Like, like I know some, some of my guy friends or people I've known in the past, they don't want to date a really cute girl because they don't feel good enough. And, like, I've gone through that, too, where I've not wanted to date a really cute guy because I feel like, oh, my gosh. I can't do this. I just I I I don't I don't measure up. I can't do this. This is uncomfortable. People will look at us walking down the street and they'll be hitting on him. And I'm not I'm not as cute as some other girl he could get. Like, but fuck all that shit. That's just your brain freaking out. That's your those are your insecurities. She seems like she likes you. 
just be nice to her and go on a date with her and keep going on dates with her. Like, pay for dinner, go out to dinner with her, take her out to lunch, go see movies, be sweet, like, hold hands, make out, have sex, have protected sex, you know? Like, just do everything you can do to be nice and get to know her. Um, and then if she fucks up or you fuck up, you guys will go from there. But you're just getting to know each other. Like, and right now, you, sorry, go on. I mean, this has been like, I'd probably say like, we've been like, kind of like, doing this thing for like three weeks now. And like, we hold hands, <laughs> like we call each other babe and stuff. And like, <gasps> I like where it's going. <laughs> and like, that's why I called you, you know, because I just don't want to mess this up. Like, I, I just want like tips and stuff like like, how I can keep her, you know, like, like, how, like, yeah, I just don't want to lose her, you know, like, that's just what it is. And another thing, too, well, is that, like, I don't okay. want to make it, like, all about sex, too. And then, like, I just feel like, um, not that that's the only thing, like, this whole relationship has been, like, going off of. Like, it hasn't, like, we do other things, too, but I just, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to, I don't want it to have to be about that, like, like, you know? I don't know if you understand. <laughs> like, no, I totally understand. I think you're the most awesome 19-year-old guy ever. I think you're so amazing. Like, you're, you're such wonderful boyfriend material. Okay, here's what I think you can do. Yeah, have sex with her at night or in the morning or whatever if you guys are sleeping over each other's places. But how about this? Like, invite her, like, have her meet your friends. Go hang out. Go see movies. These are the tips I'm going to give you. Um Introduce her to your family if you want, when you feel comfortable to do that. Or have her meet your brothers and sisters if you have any brothers and sisters. Or go to a museum or walk around downtown. Like, I don't know what school you go to, but I know Broadway and, like, 9th Street or Broadway and Olympic, and you walk all the way down there by, you know, Bidham or whatever. Like, like oh, they're cool. School. Oh, cool. So, like, that's where we met. <laughs> oh, so that's perfect. So, like, walk around the jewelry district and go to, like, Go into a weird shop and go to Chinatown and go into museums and yeah. go to this weird bookstore called Ooga Booga and go go get drinks, but don't drink and drive. Oh, get, a, get an Uber. Get an Uber. Get an Uber X. They're cheaper than Uber cars. And get the application for your <laughs> phone, and that way you can. And and then and you, like, go to a bar. Oh, you're underage. You're 19. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Well, I'm sure you're drinking, but whatever. Yeah. Just don't drink and drive. Um, get get. I don't know. Like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm gonna hit you with some like, real stuff right now. All right. So, um, like, I mean, this whole college thing, like, it's it's been kind of, like, overwhelming, you know? And, like, I've been, like, contemplating, like, going straight edge. And so, oh, great. Like, good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good, but, I mean, like, I, I just don't know, like, if, like, you know, have not having alcohol and weed and stuff, like, like, I don't know how that's going to affect the relationship, you know? Oh, my God, be brave and just try it I, and tell her. You can tell her that. And if she's weird about it, you guys are both young. You don't need to make a big deal out of this. That's why, like, feels... I mean, that, okay. like, for a better term, like, she's just, like, a bad bitch, you know? Like, and, that's, <laughs> like, that's who she is. Like, you know, like, she likes to have fun. And, and that's why, like, if I'm over here being, like, Mr. Straight Edge, like, I just don't know. I just feel like that's a weird dynamic and... And, you know, it it could change stuff, you know, so. Well, here's what you have to, okay, I totally get what you're talking about because I've gone through times in my life where I need to focus on writing and I need to go into meetings and I need to be really clear and alert and bright and stuff. And, like, I like drinking and I like going out and doing stuff, but it is really much better for you when you're stressed out and you need to fucking be your best 
to be sober or, you know, to, to be not be fucking around yeah. and being all cloudy. Like and, a commitment, and, you know. And, like, well, like I want to commit to her, but then I also want to commit, you know, to being straight. It's, like, it's something me and my you brother can do both. Talking Listen. About, like. Listen to me. You can do both. Here's how Here's how I think you can try it. Try this for, like, two weeks and, and call me back and let me know what, what happens. You can even call me next week and let me know. Just... Just don't be honest talk with her. Just let her know. Like, because she's cool. Like, she's actually really, really cool. Like, um, so, I mean, it, it just. No, listen. I guess we'll just have to see what happens, I guess. But listen, listen to me. I, I changed my mind a bit. Here's what I think. I think that if she does like to party and she likes to do stuff and, and, and you feel like telling her that you want to be straight edge would, would freak her out, then just keep it to yourself. You don't need to share everything with her. Just, like, when you go to a party or when you go to a bar, Get it, get it like a, get a soda water with like with lime in it, or or bring ginger beers to a party, and it looks like a beer. Like if you get one of those, like it looks like a red stripe. It's the same shape as like a red stripe beer, but oh, it, okay. it, it it but it's ginger ale. And I do that because you know I I've dated a lot of guys in bands who are out, you know, and I've got to go hang out with them, and I can't drink every single fucking night, so I so I don't call attention to it. I just get a ginger beer, or I get you know I get a ginger ale and a lime in it, and then it looks like I'm drinking a vodka or something. You know what I mean? But, like, no, it's true. You're right. And this is for everybody listening. People do get weird when the sober dude rolls up and is all like, yeah, I'm not drinking. Because who wants to hang around that dude? It's like, because it makes people think that, like, you're boring and that it's like you think that you're better than them or you're judging them. So how about this? Date the girl, be the designated driver, but don't talk about not drinking. Don't oh, shine so a light on I it. Don't, I like, changed uh, my mind. That's actually really, really good advice. Like, because I mean, that's actually now that I think of it, it's kind of like what I've been doing. Like, because like my roommates smoke like a lot, and then there's a lot of like weed around us and stuff. And then like, but she smokes, and like I know she smokes, and like, like, and she just like likes to like not tell me because she knows that I don't smoke. And then so like you know like if it like passes our way, and I, I say no, like no, nah, I'm cool. Like and then and then they'll pass it to her and then she'll be like, no, I'm I'm okay or whatever, but then I know she's a little yeah. biased, so she's so like that's why like even though I'm being secret about it, like if she already sees that I don't do it, like she won't do it either. Well, that's so cool. See, that's really cool because that means you're leading by example. You aren't being all preachy like a dickhead because you don't even care if other people do it because you're just not drinking or getting fucked up right now because you need to worry about school and yourself. It's a personal choice, so. So, yeah, just be how you want to be and don't fucking be, like, some preaching asshole about it. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah, and just pretend, and just have a drink in your hand or, like, a red cup or whatever, but have, have like, you know, ginger ale or Coca-Cola or sparkling water with a lime in it and a straw and whatever, and just, like, just be cool. And if she asks you why you're not drinking, just, you know, if she asks you about it, just say, Oh, you have like tests the next day, or you've got to study, or you're just like stressed about school, so you gotta, you can't drink because you've got to focus on some school stuff or whatever. Or you're just gonna drive. You'll be the designated driver or something. Just be really casual about it, and and then just walk through it. Just take it day by day with this girl. But here's a tip though for the relationship because this is cool. You're, this is so awesome by the way that you're not that you're you're wanting to take care of yourself and you're wanting to be sober for school. That's like so much more important than anything else. That's awesome. Just you know, um, but with the girl, does she know you want to be her boyfriend? Like, have you? Do you want to be her boyfriend? Well, do you monogamous with this girl? I I I think I do. Like, 
I, I think about her a lot. Like, I mean, she spends, like, the night a lot. Like, we always, like, hold hands, and I call her babe, and she calls me babe. And, like, I could just <laughs> see it happening. Like, I'm visualizing it, and we just, like, I don't know. We just look cute together. Like, she's just so cute. Like, a freaking, like, this chick is so cool. Like, I just can't even describe well, Oh, my God. Okay, well, here's the thing. I got pissed off a bunch of times when I was dating a guy. Like, I'd be dating a guy for, like, three months, and he would not ask me to be his girlfriend. And even if I didn't want to be his girlfriend or I did want to be his girlfriend, like, I just couldn't believe, like, I think I couldn't believe the guy didn't want to lock me down. But I think a lot of cases the guy thought I was his girlfriend, but he didn't, you know, he didn't say anything, but he just thought everything was just going going great. What'd you say? Like he didn't make it official or whatever. Yeah, and that pissed me off. And girls like things to be official. I'm sorry, but they do. And if they don't want things to be official, it's because they don't want to be locked down. And that, and if you want to be with this girl and you don't want to have to worry about her dating other guys or, or you know, or there being some gray area about what's going on in your relationship, I think maybe you should ask her, like, you just ask, are you dating anybody else? Are you dating anybody? I don't know if you want to, and you feel ready. Unless you think she I mean, freaked yeah, out, but I like. I mean, we just haven't defined it yet, and I think like that's what's kind of like getting to me right now is that since we haven't defined it, and like, I, and then that's why like I think I'm starting to get feelings, and then so like if, like if I find out like that she's actually like, doesn't isn't like like messing with other guys like that would like, break my heart like so much. But, I mean, so I think it's better that, like, I kind of, like, do something about it now than, like, wait for it to, like, go, like, somewhere and then, or something, like, I don't know, like, like, giving her, like, an ultimatum or something, like. No. (laughs) Okay, I mean, not an ultimatum, but, like, okay, so I should ask her out. Well, just or, hang out with her. Like, you hang out, let her come over, or you go hang out with her. Like, whatever. when when are you going to hang out with her next? Um, I'm supposed to go visit her because uh, she lives in Simi Valley, and then I'm going to go, like, up there. When? When? Um, On Friday. Yeah, so Friday you go up and hang out with her. You guys make out and hang out and do whatever you're doing, and then just, just during that hang sesh, just be like, hey, I just want to know, what are we doing? Like, are you my girlfriend or are we just, like, you know, I don't want to be friends with benefits and we never talked about this, but but I want you to be my girlfriend or something. Maybe something not that dorky, that's but you true, know what I mean? Right. Be like, be like are you my girlfriend? About it and that's true. Like, that would make perfect sense if I said it like that. Yeah, just say that. Just go, we've ne- we haven't talked about this and I just want to, I just think we need to talk about it, you know. Okay. I wanna, I wanna lock, I wanna lock this down. So go lock this shit down. Oh, then call me next Wednesday, please. Call All me right, next Wednesday and let right, me know yeah, if you please. lock it down, okay? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Oh my God, what a lovable 19-year-old guy who goes to fit him and, uh, you know, like men have feelings. Everybody, it's insane. I can't believe it. I, I'm, so, I'm starting to realize men have feelings, and it's an incredible thing. I think this is the phone call that got dropped earlier. This is Owen. Owen? Hello? Is this Owen? It, it is. <laughs> Owen, you're off, you're 
call dropped earlier. What's going on with you? Okay, so you're in Philly. You're 16. You sound like you're 34. What's happening? Uh, uh well, um, you know, I, I don't really feel comfortable, but like, <sighs> I've been going what? through that a lot. Guy, that other guy just spoke. That other guy just spoke for like 20 minutes about his feelings. But a girl, don't worry. It's just nobody. Nobody can see yo, you. Oh, nobody yo, knows who oh, lives. Alright. Hello? Yeah, what's happening? Hi, um just been having some issues lately. My my grades are dropping. My girlfriend wants to break up with me. My ball career is going down the drain. I don't know what to do with myself anymore. Wait, why does it sound like a different person? It is a different person. Wait a minute, how did that happen? I thought this was Ellen. Well, Owen just called me because he like he doesn't like talking to me about stuff. So I this I felt like this was a perfect opportunity to get some advice. Wait, I don't know what's going on. I'm confused and I feel like our, my trust has been violated. Okay, I'm gonna put you on hold and I'll get back to that call later. I have no idea. Owen sounded lovely and then this dude I, I don't I'm confused. I don't like being ganged up on. How dare you? Um all right, area code two one six. Oh, Alexi. Yes, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Uh, name is Jonathan from Ohio. I'll be 26 on Sunday. Woohoo! Um, Happy birthday! Are you a Pisces? Uh, I'm an Aries. Oh, well, I don't even know what that means, but whatever. I'm I'm excited for you. <laughs> this is great. Okay, keep going. What's happening? Okay, uh, before I get to my issue, real quick, I have a bone to pick with you. You unfollowed me on Twitter, and now I'm sad. Wait, I unfollowed you on Twitter? You did, Alexi. Wait, what's your what's your Twitter handle? Dare I dare you tell me your Twitter handle? What's your Twitter handle? No, it's fine. It's uh, it's obvious comma. Obvious comma. Wait, and did you did you recently um, tweet something to me? Maybe I didn't like it and it hurt my feelings or something. Maybe upset. <laughs> no, no, I haven't tweeted anything to you in a while. Um, well, that's weird. No, you, like, that's I think why I, followed I, you. I don't know. I, you followed me like a month ago. No big deal. I actually don't mind at all. It's fine. Um, I'm sure it doesn't sound okay. like playing in your brain at all. Okay, yeah, go on. No, no, I love you. It's okay. Um, so my issue is I called in like a month ago, and my girlfriend was like Snapchatting some dude. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I remember she was Snapchatting with a dude, and wait, didn't somebody? Uh, now I forgot already. Somebody, she was Snapchatting with a dude, but you you looked at her phone, or her friend looked at her phone and showed you her phone or some bullshit, and what happened? Yeah. Yeah, well, we ended up breaking up because it turns out she ended up sleeping with that guy. Whatever. Yeah, we all knew that. We all we all saw that one coming. That was pretty much, and that, now what's happening? That was around Valentine's okay. Day, I remember. Yeah, it was like right after that it happened. Um, but my issue is that her and I decided to stay friends. Um, no hard feelings, whatever. Uh, her Gross. birthday is tomorrow. Ugh. And Fuck I'm supposed her. to take. No. Huh? No, you're supposed to do something with her, and I say no. No. What are you supposed to do with this woman who cheated on you? Well, we're, we're supposed to go out with a bunch of our, like, mutual friends, um, go get drinks and just kind of hang out. And, but you're saying no. I mean, if it's with a bunch of your friends, then, yeah, it is cooler not to seem bitter that she cheated on you. I just get, like, I mean, I cheated on my ex. I cheated on the guy I went out with her five years, and, I, you know, I fell in love with someone else that, you know, I, so I'm, I've been a cheater before. I mean, I've done that. But uh, you guys just broke up less than a month ago. I mean, my God, Jesus Christ. Oh, I mean, well, 
let's see, let me, let me, let me get some perspective. But you're with a group of friends. You decide mm-hmm. to be friends with the girl. It is a cooler look not to seem bummed out on her. So right. here's what you need to do. Right. You need to mm, don't have sex with her. Don't yeah, I wasn't planning on buy, that. Don't buy her a present or too many drinks. Maybe buy her one okay. drink if she wants it. Okay. okay. Uh, look, yeah. look adorable. You have to look super cute. Okay, wear your cutest outfit. And you're not living together, are you? No, no, no. Oh, thank God. So, you know, just be nice. Pretend you're not pissed or scorned. Uh, and don't have sex with her. And look adorable and make her regret ever letting some other dude inside of her private. What an asshole. I'm so mad at her. How could she do this to us? I I don't know. That's why I figured I'd call you and update you at least. So. Well, I mean, why do you have to go to her birthday party? I don't have to, but unfortunately, I'm just trying to be nice and, like, not, like, smooth things over, but just be, like, respectful, I guess. Like, I mean, the birthday, like, that's, like, your day. So, you know, I figured I'd at least go out for, like, an hour, like, hang out, and then just be like, you know, i got stuff to do, and then leave. So. Oh, that's cool. That's fine. I mean, you, you're a... Uh... You're a nice guy. You're a nice 26-year-old guy in Ohio who's an Aries. Wait a minute. It's what? your birthday? Well, no, hers is tomorrow. Mine is Sunday. So. Oh, you're both yeah. Aries. What yeah, and by the way, right. I'll be in I'll be in Los Angeles in like two or three weeks, and I'm under the impression that you're single, so you should go on a date with me. Wait a minute. Do you think that I'm single? That's very nice of you, by the way. I think that's adorable. How tall are you? Uh, 5'11". 5'11"? I'm 5'11". Um, why do you think that I'm single? Is it because is it because I tweeted that I went on a date with a guy and saw American Hustle yes. and he, he expected there to be more dancing? <laughs> exactly that reason. That is so funny because I tweeted that the other day. I, let me tell people who are listening if anybody out there even cares or, you know, whatever. And if you don't, just indulge me for two seconds. Uh, a few days ago, I tweeted that I went on a date with a guy and we saw American Hustle, and I didn't love it, but I liked it. And then my date said, I thought there'd be more dancing. And that was my tweet. Right after I tweeted that, and I think I'm not even that cute, and I could be skinnier, and I'm like, I'm tall and whatever, but I've got my own look happening, whatever. I don't Dude, think you're I'm gorgeous, shit. whatever. Well, thank, thank you very much. That's really cool. <laughs> thank you very much. But I've, I've tried mm. to develop a personality and, uh, and stuff uh, in lieu of all my insecurities that I had growing up or whatever. Anyway. So, but I was very flattered when after I tweeted this thing, got like a few tweets and direct messages saying, I thought you had a boyfriend. Like, are you single now? Then somebody text started, like I got some texts happening, asking me if I had broken up with my boyfriend. You are now asking me out because you're going to be in Los Angeles uh, in three weeks. I do have mm-hmm. a boyfriend still. I still have a boyfriend. I just refer- I just referred to my boyfriend as a date because I thought it would just be a lighter, funnier way to approach that joke. I don't know. I just thought I, I, I don't, I'm trying not to be like, I have a boyfriend, like, every 10 seconds because that seems like, you know, I get annoyed when I hear girls talking about their boyfriends 24-7. But, uh, but this yeah. is cool. I should, I should change my Facebook profile from oh, – I, I never put it – it doesn't, it doesn't say in a relationship, but I should change it from single to widowed, then to it's complicated, then to single again, and then just, like – See what happens, just to shake out any anybody who maybe wants to flirt with me or whatever. Because that's that's a, an ego booster. Anyway, okay, I've rambled enough. And um, well, thank you for asking me out. Cause, like, it makes me feel really good about myself. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, 
not a problem anytime. And uh, maybe one day I'll tweet you something nice enough for a refollow. So. Okay, I tweet. I don't know why I unfollowed you. Tweet me and say something so I know what's happening. Um, okay. And fuck that bitch for cheating on you. I'm glad you, you're, you're broken up with her, but I'm also glad that you're, like, so mature and that you're going to go to her thing and be a gentleman. You're, you sound like an awesome guy. Anyway, I'm hanging up on you, and uh, I can't okay. believe it. I hope my boyfriend realizes the men that I am giving up left and right to be his girlfriend. God, I can't believe it. He better send me flowers immediately. I like dahlias. Lilacs are in season. Um, I also like, well, I'm kind of over lilies, and he always gets me lilies. But, um, yeah, you know who I'm talking to. God. He probably doesn't even listen to my, my Boy Crazy Radio show anymore. It's gotten a little bit boring the past few weeks, so I think it's good tonight. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. Anyway, if you're too much of a pussy to call into the live show, uh, tweet me your question or your comment or whatever you want to tweet me at I'm Boy Crazy, the letter I, the letter M, B O Y C R A Z Y. Um, hmm. Somebody just told me it's not working. 29 minutes ago, they said my, my Boy Crazy Radio show is not working. Is that true? It's not working? I don't believe that. That's not, I, I don't believe that one bit. Are you sure it's not working? People are calling in and I'm talking to them. It must be working. Area code 703. Hi. Hello. Oh, my God. It's the first girl call of the evening. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling? And then tell me everything. Um, this is Maria, and I'm 22, and I'm calling from Manhattan. Oh, how exciting. I'm going to be there uh, Memorial Day weekend. What should I do? I've been there before. I used to live there. I don't know why I'm asking questions like that, but tell me anyway. <laughs> What's going on? Um, I, I'm, like, having a little issue with some guy that I used to talk to. Um, he, this is like a long, weird story. Like we met in September, he lives in my apartment building and we, (laughs) and we started talking, like it was an instant connection. It was very weird and like fantastical, like meeting him. It was very odd. Um, so we started talking after that, but I hardly saw him. And I would keep turning him down because I like playing hard to get, which is stupid of me. Like, I'm getting too old for that. So, you're 22. During... <laughs> what? You're 22. I love it. You're like, I'm getting too old for this shit. You're, it's like, I'm like, how old is she? Again? Oh, 22. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so during Valentine's Day, I, like, was creeping on his Instagram. I don't even follow him, of course. So I go to his Instagram, and I see that he has a girlfriend. Um, And, like, it's just weird to me because this happens to me every time I stop talking to someone for, like, a week. They get into a relationship. It's really weird. And I don't know what to do about that, if there even is anything to do. Like... Um, well, so now he's in a relationship for sure. Yeah, he's definitely with someone. But then, actually, I saw him the other day, and he was flirting hardcore and trying to spend time with me, like, during the weekend, which I find very shady. Like, if you have a girlfriend, why would you do that? Wait a minute. Are you sure he has a girlfriend? Yeah, he does. He definitely does. Huh. He definitely has a girlfriend. Sorry, now I'm looking at my Twitter and obvious comma. Uh, 
Okay, sorry. All right, um, okay. I don't want people to tweet at me. Anyway, so, sorry, I'm all over the place. Okay, so he, he's flirting with you. He does have a girlfriend. You're wondering why guys get into a relationship immediately after uh, putting their attention on you for a moment and then you playing hard to get. So here's the thing. Who knows if that's really what happens every single time. It could have been a few coincidences. Also, next time, this is like kind of like a, a, a reminder for yourself, some kind of life lesson. Uh, next time you, you have a crush on a guy and you know you do have a crush on a guy, instead of playing hard to get, which I think is code for, I don't know, maybe you're embarrassed or you're shy or you're you're scared or something. It sounds like you're kind of Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, I don't know what hard to get is because hard to get is not in, engaging. Is is you playing hard to get? I mean, I've done that too with guys. Where I you know I don't feel. I'm sorry. I can only draw on my own life experiences and things I've noticed in my friends' lives and whatever and what things I've seen. But you know, whenever I've not engaged with somebody, it's because I didn't feel good enough, or I felt insecure, or I felt shy, or I felt scared, and I was like, oh, I don't know. And then and then you kind of rationalize it where it's like. Oh, you know, I didn't really like him. Or, oh, if you really liked me, he would have pursued me harder. Or, like, so next time, just be braver if you can. And then sometimes, also, maybe if you if you aren't brave enough, or you are too scared or shy to pursue something with the guy or take him up on his offer, maybe that's just like your intuition or a sign that it isn't right. You know what I mean? Like, maybe then getting into a relationship right after is like. I mean, I'm not religious. I, I guess I'm spiritual, but when I when I say God, I don't mean it like intensely or whatever, like in a scary way. But it's like maybe that's the universe's way or God, God whatever you want to call it, the universe's way of saying like, "Cool, this dude is not the right guy for you." You and and you kind of played hard to get, and then someone else swooped in to make sure that you don't get this dude because he's not right for you, and that's all fine. The next time you have this learning lesson, you've had this experience a few times. The next time when you when you like a guy, maybe you'll be quicker to move or, or move uh, along with it, and you'll say yes to the to the date if you ask you on a date, or you'll flirt back, and you'll make stuff happen. But I don't know; it's probably that's, all fine. That's that's true, and that's like really good advice because I think I think I have like a problem with that the whole like avoiding the guy I like when he likes me back. I have this thing where I like get kind of grossed out or, like, turned off when people start liking me back, which is kind of sad. So that being said, I've never been in a relationship. And once again, I'm 22, so. uh, That's okay. I mean, that's totally normal. You know what? I'm thinking back to when I was, like, oh, my God, between the ages of, like, 18 and 22. 22 was probably when I had my first long-term real relationship. And that just, like, came out of nowhere and was undeniable and swept me up, and I had to be in that thing. And that lasted for, like, you know, five years. And um, I don't know. I think before that, like, the 21, between 18 and 22, for me and for a lot of my girlfriends and stuff, and it's like, I don't know. You don't know who you are. It's scary. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you don't know who you are. You do, but I'm just saying in general, like, I was scared shitless. I was just, like, trying so hard. I was really smart at the time, but at the same time, like, also really self-conscious, like, so self-conscious, like, painfully self-aware. And, like, I could handle some situations, but then i get into other situations or be with a guy and one of And I just couldn't handle it. It was too scary. It was too overwhelming. It's easier to be alone. 
you know, and watch TV and be on the Internet and be Instagramming and be doing Twitter or Facebook. Everything's more controlled that way. But when you get one-on-one with someone, that shit is terrifying, especially if you're, you're going out with an older guy or something, like, and you, you're fronting so hard. I mean, this is, I'm talking about me, not you, but, like, mm-hmm. and re- remembering that time. I don't, does any of this sound familiar or no? Yeah, it does. It does? I, I don't want to be telling you how it is, and you're like, dude, that's not even how it is. You're like, this no, is it is. Good. It is. <laughs> okay, good. Because, like, because I just remember, like, I would be, like, I was, like, 19 going out with, like, 35-year-old guys where I was, like, and, oh, my God, I'd have to drink so much because I wanted to be enough and I wanted to be brave and I needed liquid courage and, like, you know, now I don't need that at all because, you know, I feel like I want to be able to be sober and be able to be with the person I'm with. I mean, you know, maybe after the first few, maybe the first two dates you need, like, one drink. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But... Don't worry. Don't beat yourself up over these past experiences because I really do feel like they just weren't right. When you are when you meet the dude that where it's like undeniable and you don't want to pass up the chance and he's coming for you because he's so into you also, and those are the relationships that are, I feel like are worth having. Those are like the magical, like crazy love, intense, like, I don't know. Those are the kind of, I mean, that's what I'm in right now, like where it's just like, and that's what I had when I was 21. And what I'm experiencing yeah. now is similar what I have when I was 21, those things work out, whether they're long distance, whether there's a lot, of, a lot of travel involved, whether you're working and you're stressed, you'll make time for it. You know what I mean? Or Because or, I've dated a lot of guys, too, where, where it, on paper it should have worked and technically it should have worked and blah, blah, but it, like, it's not meant to be. There's something off. There's some kind of, like, magical... Yeah. Thing is, like, yeah. Sorry. No, go on. I'm blabbing. Keep going. Okay. The thing is, like, if this this has, like, been an ongoing thing since, like, high school, it's, like, it gets to the point where you're, like, okay, what's, like, going on in my, like, purse? It's weird. I don't know. Well, what's your relationship with your dad like? Do you have any brothers or sisters? And what's your relationship with your mom like? Oh, um... Yeah, I have three siblings, and we're really close. My dad is, like, really close to us. They're married, and they're, like, wildly in love, so it's pretty did good. Weird ever, so I don't, nothing weird ever what? happened? Did, any, did anybody ever, like, did a guy ever, ever, like, do anything weird to you or anything kind of, like, anything weirdly sexual or uncomfortable or inappropriate ever happen? Or I'm just trying to search for anything kind of thing that's hidden in your that might make you guarded or something? I don't know. I'm just trying. Um, there was a time in middle school where I was, like, terrified of any man, like, any stranger. I would be, like, extremely scared of any man I didn't know when I was, like, 12, from 12 to, like, 14, and I don't know why that happened. Um, so that might have to do with it, but... At the same time, like, I live in New York City, and I'm, like, around guys all the time, but I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, but also there's no, I mean, we'll, we'll put all that other stuff in the back burner for a moment. I mean, I don't know if you can afford therapy or if you can just talk to your mom for three hours on the phone or something or talk to your dad just kind of, like, ask them about these things because they know you and they might remember things or whatever, but. But listen, 22 is not that old, and your brain's still forming. I swear to God, I know this might sound ridiculous, but, like, 
Jesus Christ, it's a weird hard time because you are an adult. You're you're in New York. You're living your life. You you know, I'm sure you're gorgeous and you're really smart and all this stuff. But it's like things will come to you later in life. I bet when you're 26, 28, in your 30s, or whatever, and you'll go, oh fuck, I wish I knew that then. Oh my god, I was like so self-conscious, or I was this or that, or I I just didn't get it, or I was overthinking, or I didn't realize, or I wasn't grateful, or I wasn't appreciative of myself, whatever, all these things that will happen later when your brain solidifies, because you're still such like a young baby, you know, not like I'm your grandma or something, but whatever, (laughs) Um, but right now it's just like, just trust that everything is unfolding the way, this is what my therapist tells me, everything is exactly the way it needs to be. You don't, and, and everything, you just have to let everything unfold naturally, and it is, and you're paying attention, and you're asking questions, and you're wondering why things are happening as they are, but just, this is what's happening. Let, don't need to know the answer to every single thing. P.S., the dude lives in your apartment building? That sounds like it would have ended badly. It's probably for the best. You know what I mean? Like, thank God you're not dating that dude. And, and he's flirting yeah. with you, and he has a girlfriend. And he's flirting with you, and he, and he has a girlfriend. You, you found out they're stalking him on the interwebs. So that's totally good to know because good thing he's not your boyfriend flirting with some other girl in the building or whatever the fuck. You know what I that's mean? That's true. Like, so, so cool. So, so, like, you know, just keep, I don't know what you do in the city or what you're studying or what your life is like or yeah. what your job is, but, like, I'll tell you one of the things that makes me feel the happiest and most fulfilled and not worry about all the intricacies and all the little details and analyzing all the shit, it's when I'm, like, really in my life and when I'm really in my skin and when I'm, like, and what I mean by that is, like, because I will go off on, like, what is that per- that person doesn't follow me on Instagram? Why do they hate me? I can't believe it. What the fuck? I thought they were my friend. Oh, fuck. And I follow them on Instagram, they don't follow me, what the fuck? And I, I, like, I get wrapped up in this bullshit. And, and that's, I'm just serving as a big sister here. To like, and so I'm, like, I'm like the blind leading the blind over here. I'm just telling you what I notice about myself because I can give good advice, but I definitely go through my own weirdness, my own life, but I pay attention to it and I bring it back here. Anyway, so I will spiral some days and I will go, why are all these things happening and what does it all mean? These tiny little things that really don't matter and everything's really fine. But when I feel good, and this is advice for everybody, not just you right now, but if anybody, if this helps anyone, that's good. When I calm down and when I feel my best is when I'm, like, doing what I'm really good at and what, I, what really makes me happy and, and really involved in things that make me happy, that get me out of my fucking head, whether it's writing, whether it's, like, going on a really long walk and people watching, whether it's, like, making songs, because uh, that's a fun thing I like to do, or just like writing my website or writing a script or, fuck, before this podcast tonight, I bought a bunch of flowers. I bought like tons of flowers from Whole Foods, and I have like 13 vases at my house, and I was just like arranging flowers, and I was like in my kitchen and cutting stuff, and I was like, well, I'm really in my life. Like, I don't fucking, I'm just like doing my own shit. Nothing is bothering mm-hmm. me. I'm involved in something. It's just like, do whatever the fuck you're doing for your world and for your life to make your, your surroundings nicer, to make your, you know, exercise, write, work, make money, add to your resume, get a fucking job, make money, do your shit. And, like, and then the right dude, there won't be all this mind chatter where it's like, well, I don't understand. Then you do that. I don't know how what's happening. My curse? Now all that's, that won't even that Some dude will be like, oh, that girl is fucking rad. Oh, my God. And you'll be like, he's so cool, too. What's this amazing New York duo? 
and you guys can have your own Instagram account, and you guys can Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, just, just uh, you're all good, but at least you're paying attention and you're self-aware and you're just wondering about stuff so you don't repeat the same mistakes. So now if you meet a guy and you're shy and you really do want to date him, you'll go, oh, well, I really do like this guy. I don't, I don't want to take the chance of him having a girlfriend in a, in a week. You know what I mean? So maybe you'll be a little bit yeah. braver if, if, if he feels right. So there you go. So that's one learning lesson. And then I told you a bunch of other shit that probably made you glaze over, but I hope not. But anyway, I hope that helped. It did. Thank you so much. You're welcome. See, if anything, Boy Crazy Radio is about you calling in and getting your own personalized Alexi pep talk slash rant. Where, where even if, like, none of it is helpful, which how dare you? I think it's pretty helpful and loving and lovable, whatever. Um, even if none of it's helpful, at least you can glaze over and go, oh, okay, enough, I get it. Oh, leave me alone, I'm over it. I'm over my problem. Because that's what my mom used to do. My mom used to give me really wonderful advice, which is why I think I, I like giving advice, because my mom gave me the best advice, but then she would always take it seven steps too far where she, would, she wouldn't stop, and I, I would already feel good. I wouldn't feel bad anymore. I got the point, got the gist of it, all good. Leave me alone. Get the fuck away from me. Stop talking. Oh, my God, you're still talking. I can't believe this. Oh, my God, now I can't stand you. Now my new problem is I hate my mom. Like, that, that's what would happen when I was like, that's when, that's when I was like in eighth grade or ninth grade or whatever. Anyway, holy shit, the hour's gone by so quickly. Phone lines are open if you want to call. The number is 646-378-0649. Also, if you ever can't call into the live show, and you go to boycrazyradio.com every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to listen to the live show. And the telephone number to call into the live show is always 646-378-0649. But if you can't call into the live show and you want to call in on any other day during the week, whenever, or, you know, out of the time frame of the actual show, leave me a message with your comment or your question. Um, leave a message for me. And the telephone number for that mailbox is area code 888-666-2045. And, uh, yeah, don't include your telephone number in your voicemail message because uh, I will play your message on the following episode of Boy Crazy Radio, and then I will answer your question or whatever you want me to do. Anyway, oh, fuck, there's so many things I wanted to tell you about this week. This week, I mean, last Friday, I canceled my therapy appointment because my friend, RJ, who's a photographer, got a permit to do a photo shoot behind the Hollywood sign, and I mean, like, right behind, like, like on the Hollywood sign, like, so he wasn't doing a photo shoot because he wanted the toilet paper, the Hollywood sign, but that was too difficult. And if he were to do that, we, he would have died. Way too scary up there. So he invited me, my friend Dallas, and a handful of other people just to hang out and watch, and watch the sunset behind the Hollywood sign. So I, I was born and raised in, in Hollywood. Like I'm a weird latchkey kid, uh, apartment baby who's, you know, I just grew up holding my Jansport backpack covered in whiteout. I'm just like walking the streets of, of Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset and whatever. And when I was little, my dad took me up to the Hollywood sign and molested me. No, I'm just kidding. He totally, he totally didn't. He totally didn't. What was wrong with me? God, that's so rude. Anyway, that's a horrible joke. Um, oh, the dreams I've been having. Maybe it's because I make these horrible jokes. Or maybe something did. Anyway, I don't want to talk about this. Okay. Um, I was hit as a child but never molested. But um, 
Yeah. Anyway, so when I was little, I went behind the Hollywood sign with my dad because he had to do a photo shoot because he was a photographer or he is a photographer. But that was a long time ago, and I don't remember all the details. So going back, you know, this Friday, I'm 5'11". I'm a little bit prissy. I do wear Converse. Actually, I was wearing Converse the other day, and those shoes are bullshit for trying to do anything like, you know, climbing up a hill or rocks or, you know, there's no traction on those fucking shoes. Oh, Jesus. So uh, that was terrifying. It was amazing. It was amazing. I was a pussy, but that's okay because it was very scary. You're on the edge of a cliff. And even though we had a permit, for whatever reason, the alarm got set off or some, or the police were alerted and a fucking helicopter, a police helicopter came by three times and told us that we had to leave and, and leave the property. And we just stayed there because we had a permit. So that was kind of hilarious. But it was kind of like the opening scene to that either friends with benefits or something. Remember, remember when those two romantic comedy movies were made? One with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake and the other one with Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. And they both came out at the same time and they both had the exact same premise. Uh, but in one of the movies, I don't know which couple it is because I can't fucking tell those movies apart except for the fact that the Mila Kunis-Justin Timberlake one was way better. But in one of those two movies, there's a scene at the Hollywood sign where the cops show up because the two lovebirds are sitting on the Hollywood sign, sitting like on the, on the O or something or whatever. And I was sitting on the O and whatever. I Instagrammed about it. It's on my Instagram. You can see the helicopter coming by, yelling at us. I'm boy crazy on Instagram. Let's be friends on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr and all the places where we can be pretend friends. But I'd rather you call me every week on Boy Crazy Radio. Anyway, so that was a fucking intense thing. I mean, God, if I didn't do anything this week, do anything else, it wasn't that enough. That was kind of intense. Um, and terrifying. I was so scared. Then trying to climb back up the hill to get to the fence, you've got to go further up above the Hollywood sign in order to go, go through the gate to climb down to the Hollywood sign. So on the climb back up to get to the gate to get the fuck out of the Hollywood sign area, that's where I really lost my shit. That's where I was like, I'm sorry. I can't do this. I can't do this. Because, like, I didn't realize it was completely, like, vertical. And I'm climbing up the thing, and all of a sudden I realize I'm on the side of a fucking mountain. And I look back, and the minute you stop and you look down, and you realize, oh, my God, like, some of these rocks are all crumbly, and, like, where the fuck do I put my foot, footing? And, like, I'm just going to, oh, it was fucking terrifying. Anyway, thank God I needed to unwind after that because I went to Target and I got a Starbucks because uh, Starbucks at the Target on Santa Monica Boulevard in La Brea. But that's neither here nor there. Other things that happened this week that I wanted to tell you about, oh, God. Good things, too. Look, I'm going to try to tell you all these things so fast and none of them are going to be good. Um, well, I'll tell you next week, I suppose. I went to the Beverly Hills Hotel Fountain Room. That is a uh, coffee shop where you eat at a counter at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I went there because growing up as a latchkey kid and a poor girl living in Los Angeles where uh, there are a lot of rich kids who went to private school that you'd, you'd interact with, and I always, I always felt like I smelled like poor. Like I just felt like, like everybody knew that I fucking smelled. I was like, oh, my God, everybody's house has a certain smell. What does my apartment smell like? Because you know when, you're, when you go to school, you know when you go to school, like everybody, every kid smells like their house, and then you go visit their house, and their whole house smells like their house. Every house has a specific smell. 
but you can't smell it because it's your house. So I was like, what the fuck does my house smell like? Poor? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, I had a lot of issues with being like a poor kid because when you hear that I grew up in Hollywood, you know, and I'm a white girl and I think I know stuff and blah, 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 and, you know, whatever, you might think that I had a rich family, and I didn't. And uh, so I had to get over all this bullshit. So I decided I really like this children's book called Eloise at the Plaza about this little girl. It's a little cartoon book, children's book, about this little girl who lives at a hotel. And she, her name is Eloise. And everybody knows her, and she lives in the hotel, and she just she runs amok to the hotel. And, and uh, I just always loved the idea of that. And I love hotels, and I think they're fancy and whimsical. And uh, I wanted to get over my insecurity about being, like, a poor kid. So, like, in my late, I think early 20s probably, we'd just go have tea at, at fancy hotels like the Chateau Marmont or the Beverly Hills Hotel, and I would feel so insecure. I would, my heart would race. I would just feel like everybody wanted to call security and have me thrown out. So this was all in my head. But I also felt this way when I went to church because I, I had to go to church one time with one of my friends, like a family friend who was my age, and we were going to go to Disneyland or something, or I, I was going to sleep over her house, but part of the deal was if I slept over her house, we had to go to church the next day, and I had never been to church, and I'm not, I wasn't raised religious. My dad's Jewish. My mom's nothing. I mean, my, my mom's family celebrates Christmas. My dad's Jewish, but he's like a self-hating Jew because he doesn't like celebrating Hanukkah. So that was very confusing. So I really never felt, I never had any religious place to belong to. So I just felt like uh, like ostracized and like an outcast everywhere I would go. So part of the deal was sleeping over this girl's house. I had to go to church with her the next day. Oh, my God, there's a motorcycle going down my street. Anyway, um, and I just remember, like, everybody, they said, all rise. Jesus Christ, man, I'm trying to do a fucking professional radio show over here. Can you guys hear that? Unbelievable. That's actually my date, ready to pick me up. I'm running a bit late. Jeez, um, criminy. Um, yeah, so I went to church with this fucking little girl, and then the dude in the thing says, all rise. And I didn't rise, but I swear to God, I thought God would, like, I don't know. I thought there'd be like, I can. I'm thinking of the emoticon, uh, lightning, lightning. I just thought like lightning would strike, and I would just be out of there or something, or like I don't know. And then everybody was, they asked everybody to come up and get like a wafer or something, and this gross incense was burning, and I just didn't get. I didn't go to get the wafer because I just thought everybody would turn around and be like, she doesn't belong here. What is she doing here? So. That's how I felt about church and fancy hotels. But anyway, I, I, I decided to get over my fear of uh, being a poor kid or my shame about it by going to these hotels. And so I still do that. I, now I'm over it. Now I feel good. I still sometimes there's a lingering weirdness, actually, because of never quite feeling good enough or whatever. But then in my head, I'm like, I'm allowed to be here. I'm a human being. I, I drive a Prius. I, I'm allowed to be anywhere I want to go. We are just people. You know, I'm, like, telling myself this mantra, doing my cognitive behavior, behavioral, like, work on myself. Like, this is okay. How That's their problem. They're just as self-conscious as I am. We're all here. Just kill them with kindness. I just love everybody. It's fine. We're all allowed to be here. Who do they think they are? Ah. So, anyway, 
and, and this, so I go to the Beverly Hills Fountain Room, uh, Beverly Hills Hotel Cafe Fountain Room for breakfast at 3 p.m. this Sunday, and it was a lovely experience. Um, so, and I'm sitting there, and I order my breakfast, and I'm just trying to act cool and calm and casual, like it's no big deal that not only am I there and not feeling good enough or worthy of being there because I don't have a million dollars, um, which actually isn't even technically that much money nowadays, having a million dollars. Because if you watch The Millionaire Matchmaker, I mean, maybe a billion dollars is a lot, but now it's like a million dollars, whatever. But I am a thousandaire, so whatever. So I go to the place, I'm eating my food, and then I realize, oh, well, not only am I, did I at first not feel completely comfortable in my skin to be here because of, like, status and uh, and socioeconomic, blah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then I realized, oh, let's lump in another reason to feel self-conscious. I'm here alone. I'm like a girl alone at the counter. So we have all this shit going on in my brain. And then finally, I'm kind of relaxing. I'm pretending to text. There's no service. I'm checking my Instagram every two seconds. And then this old lady comes in, and this just made everything perfect. This old lady, all in green, with her hair all done up, she must have been in her 80s, all of her jewelry on, red lipstick. She just put everyone there to shame, me included. She looked amazing, like dynamite. She was in her 80s, knew the lady at the counter who worked there. Apparently that lady's name is Ruth. I'm going to go back this Sunday and say hello to Ruth. Anyway, and I said, oh, my God, we started talking. I started talking to this little old lady next to me, and her husband, I guess, is in the hospital. So everybody thinks of us, but her husband is okay. He broke his, uh, his femur. He stepped in a pothole. They live in Beverly Hills. But now they're going to have to build a, uh, a, an elevator in the house because of his injury, which, you know, to which I said, well, hey, if you can. Anyway, um, yeah, and I think, like, that was just a precious experience. I don't know why I'm telling you the story, but it was precious to me because I felt like I just wanted to act. This little old lady just took me out of my head, and all of a sudden I wanted I wanted to ask for everything in the world. I just I felt like she was this magical green oracle, and I wanted her to tell me everything she knew, everything she'd ever experienced, every mistake she's ever made, every every pearl of wisdom. I wanted all of it, but I couldn't ask for everything. If I because you know just because I think she's old and adorable doesn't mean she is. She's like a woman. She's she just wants to fucking eat her breakfast and be left alone. But we chatted a little bit. Anyway, that was a beautiful moment. I actually have other things I wanted to tell you about. Uh, Really intense things, but I've gone, I've gone over my time. I'm on my way to a slumber party. It's my friend Brooke Julian's birthday. We're celebrating. It's her official birthday tonight. I've got her a bouquet of white and purple lilacs to go give her, and uh, she's having a slumber party. And who am I to say no to a slumber party, an adult, semi-adult, kind of adult slumber party? I'm excited. Um, God. Well, I'll tell you other stuff later. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, please. It makes me feel so happy when you call in because it makes me think that it matters if I'm here or not. No, no, I meant it makes me feel like it matters that I'm here. Anyway, call me same time, same place, every uh, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that at I'mBoyCrazy. Subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Leave me a message, as I already told you to do, on my voicemail box, 888-666-2045. If you want to submit a question, it's always better if you call me during the show. But if you can't do it, send me a short and sweet email with your stuff, with your question or whatever, and I will address it the following Wednesday. 
And my email address is boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And uh, I have a subject line read, uh, it should read, Big Sis. All right. I'm going to play this out with a song. Oh, you guys. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Here we go. Oh, you know what? No, I'm going to play, play this out with something fun. God, you guys, what should it be? Um, yeah, I don't care what everyone else says about you, you guys. I love you.
Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid for game. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans or offer land 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.